Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 788. Variety, the key to lean by Eric Leia of ericleia.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there with permission from the websites, of course. Now, we recently got permission from Eric to narrate his content. He's a coach at the Onnit Academy, a senior kettlebell specialist, and he's been mentioned in Men's Health, Business Insider, The Joe Rogan Experience, and more. So a big thanks to Eric for letting us share his work. You can find him at ericleia.com. Last name is spelled L-E-I-J-A. And we also link this in this episode's description. Oh, and first of all, happy Christmas in July Eve. If you're wondering why I care so much about that, definitely listen to yesterday's episode where I went on a tangent about this, episode 787. Oh, and hey, before I forget, we're due for a little inspiration. It's the middle of the week. So here's our inspirational quote. The only things that stand between a person and what they want in life are the will to try it and the faith to believe it's possible. Rich Davos. Oh, and one more thing. And if you've already listened to Monday and Tuesday's episodes, you're gonna find that we're kind of on a theme this week. We're talking about incorporating variety in your routines and your exercise routines especially in order to help push you past that plateau. So again, today's post is gonna continue with that theme. So let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Variety, the key to lean by Eric Leia of ericleia.com. You may have noticed that at Onnit Academy, we do some pretty off-the-wall movements around here. From ropes to get-ups and getting creative with kettlebell swings, it's safe to say we like to throw our bodies for a loop during workouts. And this isn't just for fun. Well, because it is fun. We do this because adding variety and switching up your workouts is a proven way to boost all aspects of your fitness, especially if you're trying to break through a weight loss plateau or are hitting a wall in your performance. Adaptation, or why you should regularly switch up your workouts. Our bodies are designed to adapt to their environment. Whatever we throw at them, they do their best to make the necessary adjustments to handle the load, so to speak. In the context of performance and fitness, 
we see this reflected in our muscle fibers and metabolism. When we lift heavier weight or move in a new way, our muscle fibers strengthen and become more flexible to handle the increased pressure and range of motion we've given them. When we add more endurance, circuit training, or higher intensity metabolic exercises to our regime, our bodies respond by kicking our metabolism into gear enough to handle the increased intensity. Shredded by switching it up. You may notice that when you're training for fat loss, progress tends to slow down the closer you get to your goal. This is because your body has essentially adapted to your new style of working out and eating. And if you keep repeating these workouts at the same level, your physique is most likely going to stay at that level as well. However, if you add new movements to your workouts that challenge your body again by increasing intensity, it will adapt accordingly by shedding more fat. This is also why high-intensity interval training workouts are some of the best you can do because of the constantly increasing challenge it puts on your entire system. One study done on participants doing steady-state cardio, which means doing cardio for a long time at a slow, steady pace, and they did this on a bike, versus those adding in high-intensity interval training, illustrates this principle. It found that the group that sprinted on a bike for eight seconds, followed by 12 seconds of light exercise for just 20 minutes, lost five and a half pounds of fat, while the other group that did 40 minutes of steady-state exercise lost no fat. Here we see that by pushing their bodies beyond what they're used to, the group doing the high-intensity interval training version of biking were able to actually lose more fat in less time. Other studies show challenging your body with new or more intense workouts actually creates changes at a cellular level in your musculoskeletal system that causes it to burn more fat even while at rest. Not to mention a flood of hormones that promote fat loss, such as epinephrine and norepinephrine, are released in higher amounts during exercises where you're challenging yourself. How to add variety to your workouts. Adding variety doesn't have to equal overhauling your entire routine every other week. Instead, you can simply choose one of these variables to increase, decrease, or switch up. Variable one, amount of reps and sets. Variable two, intensity. Variable three, workout length. Variable four, workout duration. Let's just use intensity and workout time as two variables you decide to switch up in your workout. Maybe your normal routine is to work out for 45 minutes up to an hour each day, five days a week. Perhaps during that workout, you do 25 minutes of some type of cardio on the treadmill, a bike, or even jogging around the block. If you find you've hit a plateau, meaning you're not shedding any more fat, your muscle gain is minimal, or your performance is stabilized, what you may need to do is increase the intensity of your workout drop the duration, and only work out four days a week. You could switch to high-intensity circuit training. Kettlebells are obviously great for this. Pushing as hard as you can for 20 to 25 minutes straight, doing full-body functional movements, and drop the extra cardio. Because of the change to the intensity and duration, your body will be shocked out of its normal routine and metabolism, which will cause it to adapt to handle new style of workout, aka you'll start to see changes again. You can keep this process going, experimenting with shuffling around your high-intensity short workouts with your longer workouts pushing heavier weight. You just listened to the post titled Variety, The Key to Lean by Eric Leia of ericleia.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform 
with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. And a big thanks again to Eric for his permission to narrate from his site. Come by ericlea.com. He has videos there, courses, and workshops and a lot more articles. So definitely check that out. And now for my commentary. So when I was learning about exercise physiology, I always thought things had to be done a certain way. I had to follow a certain exercise prescription for everybody. And I know that sounds really lame and counterintuitive, especially based on what I now talk about. But at the time, I thought I knew everything. If everybody just followed these specific sets and reps, they'll get results. Well, in reality, Now, of course, I know this, that doesn't happen. In fact, a couple of students just asked me the other day, they said, how long did it take you to start feeling comfortable with getting the people you trained results? So how long did it take you to actually feel comfortable recommending certain exercises, basically, and feel very confident in your ability as a trainer to get these people to get the results that they want? And I told them five years. And you know what happened? My students' mouths dropped. They said, five years, that's too long. And I said, you know why that is? It's because I was really stubborn. I didn't let any new information creep into my head. I didn't think about other types of training. I just stuck to what I learned out of the textbook and applied that to everybody. And that was my mistake. I probably would have gotten my clients to be much better off if I was more open-minded. And so one of the things that I was closed-minded about was high-intensity interval training. I thought it was unsafe. But luckily, we're learning through actual studies that it's relatively safe for most people. Now, of course, this depends on the types of exercises you're doing. For me, when I was doing box jumps, I've told this story many times before, box jumps was something that probably wasn't best for me, at least doing really high box jumps, because that's how I injured my back. I jumped up on a really high box, and when I reached the top of the box, I sort of didn't land on both feet and I was sort of balancing on one leg, lost my balance, hopped off the top of a very high box and landed on that same one leg, which tweaked my back. So instead of landing on both feet like you should, I landed on one leg and that definitely messed up my back. So for me, that's something that I've stopped doing. But that doesn't mean I've given up on all high intensity interval training. So what we are learning through some good studies now is that incorporating high-intensity interval training can help break through some of those plateaus. And for me, I found that when I started using this type of training, 
I actually saw better results. Now, that's just how my body adapted. Yours may be different, but I found improved results when I incorporated this into my routine. Now, that doesn't mean I don't do 40 minutes of low-intensity cardio. I still incorporate that. And in fact, this is kind of how I do things. One day, let's say Monday, I do high-intensity interval training. Tuesday, provided I didn't kill myself with that high-intensity interval training, I'll do some light cardio, 45, 60 minutes, maybe a easy jog, easy row machine, something like that. Wednesday, high-intensity interval training again. Thursday, you guessed it, low-intensity cardio. Friday, maybe rest. Saturday, maybe another rest day or some light cardio or high-intensity training, just depends on how I feel. Sunday again, maybe low-intensity cardio or another rest day, depending on how I feel, maybe high-intensity interval training. But basically, I mix it up. I don't just stick to high-intensity interval training all the time. That's how you'll overtrain. That's how you can get injured. So if you do choose to incorporate high-intensity interval training, be safe. Always get permission from your doctor, of course, but choose moves that are safe for you, and hopefully you'll start to see some of those results. All right, that'll do it from me for today. I'll be back here tomorrow for our Thursday show, so stay tuned for that, where your optimal life awaits.